It is good to be here. I won't take too much of our time. Um, if, I could, uh, if I could share a story with you, um, it's a weird story to share at the beginning of a little uh, sermonette, but I want to share with you anyways. Uh, two young men were running, and I think this is a true story. Uh, I think this happened maybe 100 years ago. Uh, were running down, uh, walking down a field, and they saw, as they were walking um, and talking with each other, they turned around and saw a bull that was uh, kind of running f- over a hill but towards them. It had seen them, and it was running towards them. And so these two young men began running towards a fence to jump over that fence and get away from the bull. Well, it turned out that the bull was faster than they were. The fence was too far. And as they were uh, seeing that they weren't making it towards the fence, one of the friends said to the other one, "Um, say a prayer for us because this is it. Um, Both of them weren't really too too keen on Christianity. Um, He says, I've never said a public prayer in my life. I can't say it now. And as they're running, they're debating about this. He says, no, you have to say it now because this this is it. This This is where we die. Um, and this friend said, okay, I have one prayer that I remember my dad used to say before, before we used to eat. And the prayer that he, he says, I'll say that prayer. And that prayer went like this, Lord, for what we are about to receive, we give you thanks. And when, when we're talking about Thanksgiving, right now is, did you guys get that? Before people pray for food back in the day, they used to say these kind of prayers of like, uh, before, before we eat this, we want to give you thanks. They were, they were praying a prayer, but, and it was a prayer of thanksgiving. I don't know if they were acknowledging what they were praying, if they were truly thankful. And today I would like to talk about that and bring this one point. That Christianity or Christians are the only people that can experience true thankfulness, true gratitude. And I want to I show you just with a couple of uh, places Uh, from scripture. But before I'd like us to just take us on a a minute and a half journey of Thanksgiving. November 11, 1620. Who knows what happened? November 11, 1620. Anyone? History geeks, come on. Are you guys, are you guys even listening? Columbus, yeah. So let's, let's, we'll just say Mayflower arrived to New England. Okay. 1621. 1621, what happened then? This has, this has everything to do with Thanksgiving, basically. They, um, this was the first time that the pilgrims uh, did like the traditional Thanksgiving dinner that we think of today. There, there, people have done it before, but that was like the first one with the turkey and all that, you know, good jazz. Um, and during this time in 1621, this is what Captain John Woodleaf said about Thanksgiving. Just listen to this. This was the origin of this celebration that we are uh, participating in today. Yearly, this day of Thanksgiving is going to be a yearly and perpetually kept holy day of Thanksgiving to Almighty God. Are you guys following me? So Thanksgiving from the beginning was something that was 100% about God, and it was people thanking God for what he had done for them. Um, Then 1863, Abraham Lincoln, after uh, the the Civil War, he basically made uh, Thanksgiving a national holiday. All the states were going to be part of it. And this is what Abraham Lincoln said about Thanksgiving. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part, of the United States 
to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. Against humans giving thanks to God. And then 1941, uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt and the Congress, they made this already national holiday even more of a national holiday by passing a couple laws. Uh, and, and, and then I want to take you to 2016. There was a research done. Lifeway Research completed a study, and they asked people a couple of questions about Thanksgiving. Here's what people said about Thanksgiving. When they were asked, who do you give thanks to on Thanksgiving? This, this is, these were the answers. 7% said to no one. 31% of people said, we give thanks to our friends. Um, 57% of the people said, we give thanks to our families. Which, like, if you th logically think about it, it's kind of hard to, like, you give thanks for your friends or to your friends. They were saying, we, we give thanks not for our friends, but to our friends. 57% said, we give thanks to our families. Okay. And then only 63% said, we give thanks to God. Now I want to read a place of scripture, Colossians 2, 6, 7. Just listen closely. We'll be finishing soon. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed, and overflowing with thanksgiving, overflowing with gratitude, some translations say. So thankfulness. What is thankfulness? Well, it is a human's response to God, a human acknowledging that he or she, himself or herself, couldn't do something, and that there is God in heaven who has helped us do something. Now, if I could turn your attention to, uh, to, this, to this tree. So, let's pretend here that this is a fruit tree. And let's look at Colossians 2, 6, 7, and think about this, let's say, small. This is, let's say it's the fruit tree is this big, so it's, it has not brought any fruit. Fruit tree. Number one, we read, we have received Christ Jesus the Lord. All right? That's what it says. Therefore, you have received Jesus Christ as the Lord. And then at the end of that verse, it says, so you live your life overflowing with gratitude. But let's talk about this. Let's say this tree is an example of us receiving Jesus Christ as Lord. Meaning, this has not been something that we bought. We didn't work for this tree. It was given to us. Let's pretend that. Someone just walked up to us and said, here's this tree. Uh, it's it's going to bear fruit in like 10 years. The, the fruit is going to save you. But here it is. Here's a, here's a, here's a gift. So what, what, what have we received from Jesus Christ? Can, does, does anyone, what do you think about when you think about, you, you know, Paul says you have received Jesus Christ as Lord. What does that mean? Well, first of all, to me, it means that you have received salvation. You have received the assurance of salvation. Secondly, it says it probably means that you have received a new family. You are part of the family of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. Together, we are brothers and sisters through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And thirdly, you have received, listen to this, a heart of thanksgiving. You have received, given to you, a new heart. That's what the Bible talks about. A new 
mind, a new heart, making you a new creature. And that doesn't just include you thinking pure thoughts and living a righteous life. It also includes you having a heart of gratitude, a heart of thanksgiving, something that only God can do. So we have received this tree, this gift. Second part, if we read together, so walk in him. So the Bible doesn't just say you have been given this gift, right? The assurance of salvation, the joy of being part of God's family, a heart of gratitude is what we're talking about today. But the Bible also says, now that you received this heart of gratitude, walk in it. Walk in your thanksgiving. Walked, the Bible says, according to the calling of Christ with which you have been called. So that's, that's our part now. Meaning, I cannot look at this tree, leave it in this little, you know, nice, this by the way, is a, this is a fake tree, so there, there's no way it's going to die. But if this is a real tree and I don't water it, and I leave it in this little, little, uh, little um, pot for the next 10 years, I mean, it'll die in the first couple of months. You need to work on it. You need to practice it. And so what does that look like? In terms of salvation, Philippines, uh, in Philippians, we read what? Work out your salvation, right? So like you've received salvation, but there's something that you have to do, meaning walk in righteousness and all that stuff. That's not what we're talking about today. In terms of fellowship, how about this? In terms of you being part of God's family, what, you know, what does that have to do with us? Because we're, we're called to action. We're called to walk in Him. We call, we're called to do something with this gift. Hebrews, we read, do not forsake the gathering of the saints, and you have done very well to be here with a lot of saints, right? Like this, this, is, this is us and you are fulfilling the, the commandments of God. So it's something that you have to do. But in terms of gratitude, listen to this. In terms of being thankful, what can you do? What can I do? And the, the most important thing that we can do in terms of gratitude is humble ourselves before God and acknowledge the fact that every and remind ourselves the fact that everything that happens comes from God and that God deserves praise in all circumstances. Did you guys know that um, the pilgrims, when they were uh, doing their first Thanksgiving, um, let's, let's, uh, let me put this in a question. How many do you think, 102 pilgrims came, how many do you think made it through the first winter to do the first Thanksgiving, right? First Thanksgiving, they came in 1620. Thanksgiving was, uh, the first original Thanksgiving was supposedly in 1621. How many people made it through that first winter? 63, that's really close. 51, I believe. So that means literally half of the people had died. And the pilgrims had gathered together, invited the Native Americans, and said, you know what, we're going to thank God because 51 of us have made it through. Because God's hand is visibly upon us. We can see him because we're alive. We can thank him. That is a heart of gratitude. And that takes a lot of realigning to do. Acknowledging that God is always in control. And that God has a good plan for our lives. Um, and finally, if we read in this final, uh, final three words, overflowing with gratitude. If you, are, if you receive this gift of God, this heart uh, that is new, right? And this heart you keep in purity, in sincerity. You continue working on, realigning your thoughts in your minds, 
uh, by reading the scriptures, by being in fellowship with fellow believers, by talking things of God and always trying to see uh, the good um, in what God does in your lives. Um, something will happen. And, and this is something that uh, I was reading a story about a Scottish minister. Long ago, this guy used to always pray um, in his church and his prayers were always so uplifting. And there was this guy sitting there one day, and the day this was literally, it was Scotland, I'm assuming. So it was like, Scotland's already has pretty horrible weather, even compared to Washington. I mean, not horrible, but like, you know, gloomy. This was like an, a very gloomy day, just a horrible day, super ugly. And this guy's like, there's no way that this preacher will have anything good to say about weather. There's no way. He can, he can thank God about other things, but there's no way he can say anything good about weather. And this Scottish minister got up and he said, Lord, I thank you that every day is not like today. You can always find, with, with having the heart of God, you can always find what to be thankful for. Because, because you know whom to be thankful for. And that whom is Jesus Christ. He has literally given us everything. He has given us salvation. He has given us life, joy, family. He has given us a new heart. Let us walk in this newness of heart uh, by renewing our minds in the scriptures and by enjoying life together as friends. Let's stand and pray. Lord, we thank you for this day and ask for one thing, God. Help us in this time to experience gratitude, not just by us buying a new car and feeling some kind of excitement or buying a new piece of clothing or electronics or uh, acquiring something and thinking, wow, this feels so good. God, I'm thankful for this. My God, no, uh, we want to always be thankful to you, not because we're even forcing ourselves, but because we are simply walking in the life that you have given us. We are simply watering that very tree that you have given us. And by watering it, we will produce fruit. This fruit will be thanksgiving. This fruit will be gratitude. We thank you that you have gathered us here. Please allow us to always uh, be in fellowship with you and other believers in, or in order to always produce the fruit of gratitude. We ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.